Welcome to the busy Latter-day Saint, where righteous desires and living life come together. Here, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints discuss their challenges and successes in studying the scriptures. I'm your host, Richard Bernard. The music for this program is by Marvin Goldstein and used with his permission. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to leave a comment regarding the episode or the podcast in general. To leave a comment, go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash bees and boy LDS. That's lovethepodcast, all one word, dot com forward slash BLDS. Or you can click on the link in the show notes. Carl Beckman, a retired investment banker, shares with us the challenges of managing all the cars in the Sydney, Australia mission and taking on the challenge given by his mission president when Carl and his wife completed their mission. The president asked him to follow the counsel of President Nelson to study everything about Jesus Christ found in the topical guide. After several months, he recently completed that challenge and shares how he used the Gospel Library to tie them all together. Carl also talks about his favorite hobby, studying the Scriptures. And now, here's Carl. Carl, welcome this morning. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Good. And how was your weekend? We had a good weekend. A little celebration, family celebration of a son's birthday, and it was fun. How old is he? He just turned 40. Just turned 40. So you don't have any young ones at home. <laughs> we do not. No, we're, uh, we're empty nesters and uh, uh, retired here in Kaysville, Utah. Okay. And how long have you been retired? About four years. Four years. And what kind of work were you involved in? Uh, we lived in uh, Chicago for the last 25 years prior to moving here, but we were, I was involved in corporate investment banking out in uh, uh, the Chicago area with the bank there. Okay. Investment banking. What exactly do you do with investment banking? Uh, investment banking is primarily raising capital a lot of times in the, uh, the professional and, and, uh, uh, and uh, private markets, but the public markets, uh, you might be looking for high yield bonds, you might be looking for uh, other kinds of debt instruments. Uh, you can also look for equity uh, stocks uh, and raising stock, uh, going to uh, the market to raise capital for your uh, company needs in uh, in the equity market or in the uh, debt market. And what kind of educational background do you have to, to do that? I uh, came home from a mission and, and went to Utah State, uh, got a bachelor's degree in business there, and then uh, wanted to uh, further that uh, specialty, and I got a degree down at BYU, an MBA at BYU, and and an emphasis in accounting and finance. Okay. And how many children do you have? We have five children, uh, all grown and uh, married and uh, out of the nest right now. And so how many grandchildren does that give you? Uh, we have 19. Uh, 
if I get the count right, I think there's uh, ten boys and nine girls. Well, that are they all here in Utah? No, no, we have uh, three in Utah. Uh, three of our children are, are in Utah. One is in Chicago, and uh, one is up in the uh, Portland area, Beaverton, uh, Oregon. Okay. And you said you've been here in Utah, what, five years? Four years. Four years. We, we, we moved here uh, nearly four years ago after we retired, but we did spend uh, 18 months on a mission uh uh, in that period uh, down in Sydney, Australia. Ah. And what did you do down there? We were assigned to the mission office. Uh, my wife uh, was the mission secretary, and I, was, uh, I worked with the fleet and transportation around the mission for all the missionaries. We had a relatively large mission. And so uh, uh, at the time, and then COVID trimmed that down, but... Uh, uh, we had a large number of missionaries when we first got down there, and uh, uh, that kind of vacillated up and down. So we had a lot of uh, missionary flow through the mission and activity that way. Now, you're responsible for transportation, so that, that's the cars. How many cars were you responsible for? <laughs> the time I went down there, Richard, I had uh, the largest mission fleet in the church, 113 cars oh my gosh and uh uh we as the missionaries got it was the combination of two missions the sydney south and the sydney north mission and and they in a merger you have to do some rationalization and so they they brought the number of missionaries down and the fleet numbers down uh, over the period of time we were there so you had you were responsible for any repairs and making sure maintenance was kept up that was uh, that was a piece of it. Uh, there's uh, a lot of uh, missionaries tend to have accidents, and uh, we got to do uh, a lot of work with the, the repair shops. We call them smash shops down in in Australia, and uh, and then uh, uh, there's a very high incident of uh, uh, traffic cameras there. So there was a lot of traffic tickets. Ah. <laughs> so what happens when a missionary gets a traffic ticket? They get a call from me. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? <laughs> I assign it to them. <laughs> okay, so they have to. Now, there, do you just pay the fine or do you have to go to court? They, they, have, to, they have to pay the fine, yes. They have to pay the fine. Were, yeah. they, were they pretty expensive? They are very expensive in, in Australia, uh, in Australia dollars, they will range from 200 to $450, uh, depending on the incident. Oh, my gosh. Now, did there, you, after that high of an expense paying the first ticket, did you have missionaries that didn't learn their lesson and got more? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, they, my. It, was, it was always a challenge. And, uh uh, some would some would really take it seriously after the first uh, uh, first one, but uh, a lot of times they uh, uh, they're learning. They were just learning how to work through that and manage that. And what traffic cameras are very very uh, prevalent down there, and so that's something you just really got to be careful about. 
Well, I can't imagine being a parent and having my son call me and tell me he's got a $400 ticket that needs to be paid. Well, it, it, when it's two or $3,000 sometimes, it's oh. even worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it can be expensive. Oh, wow. And as far as accidents with the cars, were there kind of a... A common type accident, maybe backing up, or they just didn't stop in time. What was the most common? Uh, there was a lot of that, a lot of parking issues. Uh, we were English style, so we were driving on the left side of the road and the right side of the car. And you take a young missionary, 18, 19 years old, out of, of uh, the United States that has never even been on the left side of the road, uh, and uh, you put him in a car, and, and he's got a learning curve, and they really have to be careful. So, oh, wow. There, there are a lot of uh, opportunities, and, and uh, it, it, most of them would have an accident, uh, but uh, you know, we'd work through it with them. Yeah, and they were usually minor accidents? I mean, nothing a lot of them, yeah. Most yeah. of it was uh, just little fender benders or, yeah. or uh, backing or type of thing. But the... Missionaries, we, we really got them to take seriously the the uh, church mandate that uh, when the when you're backing up, your companion's out behind you. Right. Yeah, I, I see that here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that they here. They were pretty serious about it. Yeah. And uh, your wife now, did she stay at home and raise all the children, or did she also work outside the home? Uh, my wife Elaine is uh, was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, we kind of tried to make that decision early on. Her mother was, my mother was, and so we we tried to follow that model, and and uh, uh, it, it worked well for us. We were very, very happy to be able to do that. And how many years have you been married? Uh, coming up on 46. 46 years. Yeah. Wow. Coming up 46. Wow, that's wonderful. Thank you. Well, uh, what hobbies do you have? What, what, what do you do when you're not um, taking care of grandchildren? <laughs> uh, well, probably uh, a scripture study is one. I do enjoy that. Uh, uh, I'm getting more into indexing here while the, the temples are uh, semi-closed. And uh, then I have a church calling. I'm a counselor in the elders quorum. And uh, uh, we uh, that keeps us busy. So between the grandchildren and and uh, the various activities, we do some travel. We have been uh, able to get out and do some travel, and we enjoy that. Well, now, what callings have you had in the church? Right now, you're you said you're serving as in, in the elders' quorum presidency. What else have you done? Uh, let's see. In Chicago, uh, it was. Uh, I've taught Sunday school gospel doctrine. I've uh, was the stake young men's president. I've been in a couple of stake presidencies. Uh, served as a bishop, a high counselor, uh, uh, just a general. A lot of my callings were on the stake level, and my wife's callings were consistently on the ward level. So, okay. Well, you said one of your hobbies is scriptures. What exactly? do you do and how do you go about it? Uh, well, I, I've tried to develop, uh, Richard, over the last, uh, you know, bunch of years, uh, a practice of 
reading first thing in the morning. Uh, I, I do like to do that. Uh, there are things I will, I do like to read at night, uh, but uh, getting into the scriptures in the morning uh, and uh, spending some time uh, uh, in that effort uh, has been very, very enjoyable for me. Uh, more recently, uh, with the Come Follow Me uh, uh, lessons, I like to read those at the first of the week, uh, usually. Uh, and uh, I normally start out my scripture study with reading a couple of chapters out of the Book of Mormon and then get into something else that I'm of interest in, such as the Come Follow Me lessons or other uh, studies that I've engaged in. And are you using um, um, hard copies of the scriptures, digital? Uh, you're on a desktop. What are you doing? Uh, I do. Uh, I, I've, I've evolved almost exclusively to uh, the digital copies on a tablet and have really enjoyed that uh, practice. Uh, prior to the gospel library becoming available, uh, I, I would go through and use paper copies of the scriptures. And I started, my, my scriptures were so vastly marked that uh, it was, it was and, and putting thoughts in and, and uh, adding quotes uh, that it became a little cumbersome. So I was, I was uh, prime territory for the digital scriptures when they came out uh, to be able to consolidate all that together. Now, you said a tablet. Is that an Android or um, Apple? I have a, a Samsung tablet. Okay. And uh, I, I, I have a Samsung phone that I use for teaching classes, so I'm able to experiment on there, but I have not been able to... Um, I don't have a, a Samsung tablet. I have an Apple uh, iPad. Um, so I've got some questions for you. Uh, on the tablet with Samsung, are you able to split the screen? You can, yes. Okay. And you can split it more. Uh, on the iPad, I can split it in half, or 70-30 or 30-70. And then I can lay, they call them slides, but kind of windows over that. Can you do the same thing on the Samsung? I can split the screen... Uh... And I, th I think I can take it to uh, half and half up to a uh, 80-20 type of a thing. Uh, and uh, I do that uh, primarily when I'm uh, listening to General Conference, I'll have a, a, uh, uh, my OneNote up uh, and I'll put my tablet into a little keyboard and then I'll, have a, uh, I'll split the screen and have the scriptures uh, the gospel library up on one side and, and the uh, uh, OneNote on the other side. Okay, and for those that don't know, OneNote is a, um, is a, um, a Windows uh, product that's very good. And um, so that's what you're using to get the text in. Do you use a, a, a stylus at all on your tablet? I haven't. I have one, and it's available on this, this particular version, but... Uh, I haven't used it quite as much, and so I'm not very proficient with it. Okay. And so you said listening to General Conference, you've got your scriptures up, and you've got 
your note-taking ability up and it's all there either on a table or your lap. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, <clears throat> when you're studying the scriptures, then um, are you using a split screen so that the scriptures are on one side and you're taking notes on the other? Uh, at times, I have done that. Uh, uh, I do that a lot when I'm reading a, uh, uh, a book, uh, a doctrinal book from a general authority or other church scholars, and I'll have my scriptures up because I find that I, I want to, uh, a lot of those don't link uh, uh, between the Deseret Bookshelf and the Gospel Library, and so I will do a lot of copying out of the uh, uh, book that I'm reading and paste into uh, my scriptures and uh, for notes or links or different things. Yeah, it would be nice if uh, Deseret Books, uh, well, in fact, all of them, <laughs> Deseret Books, Cedar Ford, if they, if there was a way to, if, well, if uh, if they would just make links available, I guess is what I'm point I'm getting to. Uh, I do the same thing as you do. I copy and paste. Um, in uh, where I can link, I link, but uh, it would sure be nice if I could um, take a link from something in Deseret Books and just put that link into the uh, into the notes in the Gospel Library. It would, it would sure make things a lot easier, and to be able to quickly switch over to that book rather than just have a copy of the paragraph would certainly be... Um, I, it's on my wish list. I don't know if uh, it'll ever happen, but uh, uh, it, would yeah. it would certainly make things a lot easier. So uh, as far as books, then you read your books digitally. I do. Yeah, I've, I've uh, tried to move pretty exclusively to the digital books, too, because, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, Deseret Bookshelf does have some very nice capabilities for marking and and uh, uh, tagging different things that I really like. Yes, yes, they do. I, I find it a great feature. If they would just add that linking, <laughs> it, yeah. would, it, it would be it would make it a wonderful, um, a wonderful combination uh, for for studying. Well, now you're um, you're making things into one note. Um, do you have a separate journal? What, what do you do as far as journaling? I have, I just use a word program, uh, and uh, I have a, uh, uh, just a running journal. Uh, it's just a, a regular word uh, document uh, that I've kept over the years. Okay. And um, do you back that up occasionally? I do. It, I've, I back everything into uh, uh, Microsoft OneDrive. Okay. So, um <clears throat> You've got your tablet, you've got it the split with the scriptures, and um, then you've got your OneNote, and then, um, oh, I guess what I'm trying to picture here is things in the OneNote, does that make it over to the, um, the journal, or do you keep them separate? I've kept them separate, uh, primarily the, uh, if, if I uh, find something that I want to put into my journal, then I'll just uh, uh, go back and really uh, get the actual text off of the Gospel Library uh, of uh, the thoughts, uh, you know, the, the quote that I want, and then elaborate on that and pull that into my journal. Now, within the Gospel Library, um, are you using tags? 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I'm a prolific tag here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just curious, how many tags do you have now? Do you know? Uh, how do I count them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, got them I've got them here in front of me, I, but uh, I've... Uh, I've got maybe uh, 150. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's quite a few. Now, uh, what about linking? Do you use the linking feature? I do. I do. I've, uh, that's been a, I, I really have enjoyed that, but I've come to appreciate that even more recently. Uh, Richard, one of the studies that our mission president challenged us to do just before we left was to follow President Nelson's example and read all of the topics in the topical guide under Jesus Christ. And my wife and I had just completed that study. And I found that while they were all linked under a subtopic of Jesus Christ, say the Son of Man, they weren't linked in the scriptures. And so I could take three or four of the references and I could link those together and that has really enriched my gospel library study well linking is a very powerful um, very powerful within the gospel library now what about notes within the gospel library uh, I use those uh, to put quotes in there uh, particularly from from the books I purchase in the Deseret bookshelf uh, I put my own notes in there of things, impressions, and uh, feelings that I have uh, about the uh, uh, all the uh, things that I've read. Uh, I, I've used that quite a bit. And do you also use the notebook feature? Uh, I have uh, my... Uh, I, I started using that... And uh, actually, they taught us that in the MTC, how to use that notebook feature. And uh, so we had an assignment every month on our mission in Australia to go out and speak. And uh, I started to make uh, different notes on topic, notebook entries on topics. And then I would pull in all the quotes I could over the course of a month to prepare my talk for my raw materials. It was a wonderful feature, wonderful thing to do. Yes, it's uh, extremely powerful. And I, I've had people write to me and said they even use it um, for their meeting notes at church. So they actually, okay. yeah, they actually yeah. have a notebook called Ward Council or whatever their meetings they're having, and that's where they keep their, their notes. Yeah. Yeah, so the Gospel Library, the, it just keeps getting better and better, and um, I, I like I like what the developers are doing, and the, they just uh, keep working at it. Well, um, anything else about your scripture study that might be a little unusual or different? Uh, no, I think I'm just pretty pretty standard. I, I've I've got to. I know I need to go through and do some editing on some of these tags and uh, there's some point i'm going to have to do some cleanup uh, uh of some things that just uh, don't aren't as meaningful anymore and but uh but indeed uh, they are uh they, they have been rich to me in the past so well that's one problem with the gospel library is 
correcting tags. I mean, you can go in and correct a spelling or something. That's not a problem. But let's say you've got three tags that pretty much mean the same thing and you didn't realize yes. until later. Well, <laughs> it's quite a process. You've got to, um, first of all, find the tag that you want to keep. And then you've got to go to all the the other two um, categories of tags you've got and move each of those over to the one you want to keep. And then you got to go in and delete. And it's, it's, it's a long process. And I wish they, I guess that's another part of my wish list is that they made it easier to merge uh, uh, tags because that would be a great feature to be able to take three or four tags that you created over a period of time and just decided that that all could go into, into one tag. But, um, we don't yeah. we don't have that yet, so I guess I'll have to add that to my uh, my wish <laughs> my wish list. Well, one of the things, uh, Richard, that I did that that uh, has been uh, quite an interesting study is President Nelson at last general conference invited us to uh, uh, mark those scriptures that pertain to the promises to Israel. Yes. Uh, and so I made a tag, uh, promises to Israel. And uh, uh, I, I have been amazed at how many there are. I'm up to uh, 52 items mm. I've found that are promises to Israel. And another one I did is uh, uh, the prophet's promises to us. And it's just interesting. He he make some promises to us. And I highlight those and, uh, with a tag. Uh, I'm reading a book now, and I think it's called God Shall Prevail, or God Will Prevail. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but this author um, talks about, uh, the whole book is about the, the Abrahamic Covenant. And he states that the Abrahamic Covenant and the uh, new and everlasting covenant are all the same. They're just for different eras or time or dispensations. But he points out that he says, you'll be surprised when you really start studying the um, Abrahamic covenant, how much it is mentioned in all of the scriptures. Mm. And the book really begins to point out that how much the temple in this covenant is, it's almost on every page. And it, the, the problem, he says, that people don't know what the what words actually um, are part of that covenant. So not understanding the covenant fully when it's mentioned in another way, in another scripture, you don't think of it as the covenant, but it is. And so I found the book fascinating. It's, it's, it's well footnoted, and um, I will put it in my footnotes. But I, I have found the book absolutely fascinating that... Um, that this what President Nelson is asking us to do is not a simple task. No. Uh, it, 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 it's actually it would take a few years, actually, I think, if you, you know, for most people that are working and, and have jobs and everything, it would take a few years. And I guess if you're retired and devoted your whole time to it, it might take six months or something. But uh, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. And I, I like your idea of uh, in fact, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. Uh, Tagging um, the Abrahamic Covenant is what I'll call it. But um, yeah, that's um, very good. 
Well, um, our time is just about up here, and um, I always like to end with uh, my guests bearing their testimony. So if you wouldn't mind, would you be able to do that? I'd be most happy to. You know, this uh, study that I have just completed on the topical guide of, of the Savior uh, has been one of the most significant studies of my life. Uh, I have really come to love the Savior even more. To read all those topics and read all those references uh, has just been a wonderful experience. I, My testimony of the Book of Mormon, Joseph Smith, and what that brings to the table has just grown immensely. I, I just love these topics, and I'm so grateful for that we have today uh, a a uh, set of gospel uh, uh, information like we have in this gospel library. It is a great blessing to us. It's been a great blessing in my life. Uh, we're we're so grateful to live in this time when we have a living prophet. Uh, I know President Nelson is a prophet. I know this. The, the Quorum of the Twelve and First Presidency are prophets, seers, and revelators. Uh, the, the, the study of their words, the insights they have, uh, just bless our lives. I'm so very grateful for that. I leave that with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.